episode number 223 of the Emotionally Equipped for Life podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. I am on a mission to get people emotionally equipped. I created two powerful tools that are a totally new approach to mindfulness. I'm the author of two award-winning books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on my tools, which guide you to feel calm, in control, and empowered in your life and in your relationships. You can learn more about these books and more by heading over to my website, shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I am broadcasting this episode from New Jersey, where I am visiting my family for the month of August. My two younger sons and I flew into New Jersey about a week ago, and my husband and my older son will be joining us next week. My daughter, as you may have heard on a previous episode, will be enlisting in the Israeli Navy this coming Sunday. Lots of stuff going on, and along with that, lots of stories. But before I share with you the story that I have for you today, I just want to thank those of you who listened to last week's episode with the interview I did with Krista Luzio, and specifically those of you who left a comment on my website. I shared your comments with Krista, who was truly grateful and touched. You know, in that episode, Krista mentioned that she originally found my podcast via a podcast app which spontaneously made a recommendation to her based on what she was listening to, to check out my podcast. And I was talking to someone who heard the interview, and she said that apps usually do that according to the number of iTunes reviews that podcast receives, which makes sense. But I honestly totally forgot about that, and I've forgotten to make that request on my podcast for a long time. So... Before I share with you today's story, I'm going to make a request. And this is to anyone who's listening to this episode to please click pause. Yes, right now, click pause, or at least when I finish my sentence, and head over to iTunes and find my podcast and please leave me a review. It truly, truly, truly does help people find the podcast. And now you know I'm not just saying that. You have no idea how far of a reach your personal review can go. Somebody else's life in the world can be changed just by you making a review. So I ask you to take two minutes of your time today to do that for me. And if you aren't aware of how to do that, you can head over to my website, shiragora.com forward slash iTunes where I created a step-by-step instruction list to make it really simple. And by the way, even if you have already left a review for me in the past, guess what? You can still leave another one as far as I know. And if you do leave a review, you may even hear a shout out from me in a future episode. So please do hit pause right now, head over to iTunes, leave this podcast a review, and I thank you in advance for doing so. Okay, so I have a story to share with you that had to do with an interaction I had with my mom. And of course, I received permission from my mom to share this story with you, as I would never broadcast a story about anyone specific without having first received their permission. 
So before I tell you my story, I just want to share with you that my mom's Hebrew name is Malka. For those of you who are not Jewish, it is very traditional for people who live outside of Israel and who receive non-Hebrew names when they're born, you know, like traditional American names, Melissa or Jennifer or Scott or Mark. It's traditional that when they're born, they also receive a Hebrew name. It's nothing official. It's just something that's done so that you always have a Hebrew name, which you can use in prayer services, typically when you are getting blessed. Anyway, so my mom's English name is Melody, and her Hebrew name is Malka, and Malka means queen. And I just want to start off this episode sharing with you how fitting this name is for my mom, because she truly is a queen. She's one of the most caring and thoughtful people I know. And she goes above and beyond whatever is necessary to help people when they're in need. And I'm not just talking about close family members. And she volunteers her time and she cooks meals for my dad every day. And she always remembers everyone's birthday and she sends cards way ahead of time so that they're sure to receive them on time and so much more. She truly is a queen. So I wanted to start off there. And I also wanted to start off for those of you who may be new to this podcast to let you know or to remind you that the source of all stuck spots come from within you. No body nor no thing can create any feeling within you. Only you can do that. And you do that with your own thinking. And if you're new to me, I know that news may be hard to swallow, but it's true. So for instance, my mom cannot make me feel any way. It's my thinking about my mom or it's my thinking about something that my mom did or said that is the cause of my stuck spots. It is not my mom. And that rings true for absolutely everything and everybody. Okay, so you ready for the story? As I mentioned, we arrived about a week ago And my parents have graciously once again opened their home, as they do every summer. And I know it's not easy for them, as they're used to living alone, and they're living in their set ways of doing things. And then they have me and my family come in with totally a different way of living. And the past vacations have proved challenging. And each year, we're trying to learn from the past so that we can create better and more beneficial experiences. So, okay, so I am trying, as I always do, not to be a burden on my family. And I'm trying to be as helpful as I can, and I'm trying to meet my parents' expectations when it comes to tidying up the house and all of that. And I think I've been doing a pretty good job. I am being very, very watchful and mindful of myself and my kids. Anyway, so on Thursday, I started thinking about Friday night dinner, as that's the Sabbath meal. So we make more of an effort into the meal itself. Anyway, so I went food shopping on Thursday, and I picked up some things to make, including butternut squash and broccoli and Brussels sprouts. Just some side dishes that I thought I would make, and that would go nicely with whatever the rest of the meal that my mom was going to make. My mom and I didn't coordinate what the meal was going to look like, and maybe that was a mistake. But I knew at least that I would prepare food that my boys and I would eat. And what I was preparing to make in my mind would literally take five to 10 minutes to prep and then about an hour in the oven, quick and easy. 
Now, on Friday morning, my dad asked me what plans I had for the day, which I didn't have any. And he told me he had a free day. And he asked if we wanted to do something with him, which was so sweet. So he suggested that we go to a lake and we take out paddle boats and kayaks and we can have a picnic and toss a ball around and all of that. And this particular lake was about a half hour from our house. And it was a great idea. By the time we got there, it was probably around noonish, enough time for us to have a really nice day and still be home for me to do my light cooking before dinner, which is typically around six o'clock at my parents' house. So my dad and my boys and I are enjoying ourselves immensely. It was gorgeous weather and the kids loved being in the water and they loved being with my dad and it was relaxing and it was just easygoing and it was stress-free. But around three o'clock when the boys asked my dad to go have a catch, I asked my dad what thoughts he had about how long we were going to stay because I mentioned I did want to get home so I can do the cooking and contribute to the meal. And he agreed that we would stay maybe another 20 minutes and then we'd be home by like four o'clock, which was great. So they play some ball and then we get in the car and we get home and I do the first necessary things like throw the wet and dirty things into the laundry and we put everything away where we found them. And then immediately I go right into the kitchen to start getting ready to cook these dishes. And I open the refrigerator and I noticed a pile of ready-made food sitting in like those takeaway containers. I quickly assumed, and I was right, that my mom had picked up food for dinner, as this is something she does sometimes. She picks up food instead of cooking, which is fine. But when I looked into the containers and noticed cubes of what looked like butternut squash in them, I got stuck. I got stuck because my mom knew that that was the dish I was planning to make for dinner. Just that morning, she even asked me, how do I make the butternut squash that I picked up? She asked me if I roasted in the oven, and I said yes. So if that was the case, why the heck did she buy something that she knew I was going to make? I got so insulted. I was like thinking to myself, does she not like my cooking? Is she trying to give me a hint that she doesn't want me to use the kitchen? Is she trying to teach me a lesson that cooking is a waste of time and it's a waste of energy when you can just pay somebody else and buy it? I was literally floored. I stood frozen in front of the refrigerator with the door open, not quite sure what to do. Do I make my dish or not? Do I make the other dishes? Do I leave the kitchen? Do I say something to her? I don't want to cause a scene, that's for sure, right? I didn't know what to do. And so this is where I think a lot of people actually get like double stuck, right? They get stuck and then they get stuck on like, I don't know what to do. And they get stuck on, I don't know what to do because they're not emotionally equipped. And so they literally don't know what are the next steps to take to get unstuck and to move forward. This happens to so many people. I see it over and over and over again in my personal life and with the people that are coming into the journey. But when you're emotionally equipped, you're armed with tools. You know exactly what to do because the tools walk you through those steps. You don't have to depend on your mind. You just have to depend on your tools. And so while I felt like I didn't know what to do in that moment, the truth is I knew exactly what to do. I had to use my tools. And I chose to use the unstuck method. So S, I took a stop. I closed the refrigerator. I closed my eyes. I took a breath. T, I told myself I was stuck on frustration 
and I let myself feel that emotion through. I was entitled to feel that emotion. It was real and it was in me. You. I started to uncover my thoughts, some of which I already mentioned, like believing my mom doesn't like my cooking or believing she didn't want me to use her kitchen or believing she doesn't listen to me when I speak to her or believing she doesn't really care about me or my plans or my feelings for that matter. But I quickly debunked those beliefs. None of them were 100% true. They were true in my mind, but they're not true with a capital T, meaning everybody in the world would believe those. C. So I tried to consider other things. I considered my mom didn't realize what she bought was what I was planning to make. I considered my mom was taking full responsibility to have a meal for her guests. I considered my mom was being generous in letting me enjoy my time with my kids. I considered my mom had no bad intentions. I considered I could cook the squash another time because it wasn't going anywhere. I considered, in the scheme of things, it really wasn't a big deal. I considered giving my mom the benefit of the doubt. And I considered who I was being in that moment. I think I was being a bit childish. And I considered who I wanted to be in that moment. And I wanted to be a mature adult. And so I dropped the story. I didn't say anything to my mom other than ask her if she wanted me to do anything else to help get dinner ready. And her reply was no. So I went upstairs and I rested and I relaxed until dinner, which was not only joyful, it was an aberration. I never have such time and relaxation on a Friday afternoon. And indeed, it was truly appreciated. And as I rested, I took myself through the last step of the method, K for kindness. I practiced some self-compassion for having gotten stuck on my mom when really all she was doing was being a queen and watching out for all of us. And that's it. It's not a dramatic story. There was no blow up. There was no yelling, no arguing, just a stuck story in my mind, which I nipped in the bud because I have my tools to depend upon, for which I am so, so grateful. Seriously, I am aiming to have a quote-unquote 10 vacation this summer, like on a scale from 1 to 10. I'm creating that vision one day at a time, and I'm up to day 6 so far, and I have 10s across the board, and it feels awesome. It feels incredibly awesome to know that I'm creating all of that from my own mind. And it's not to say that I'm not getting stuck. I am, but it's okay because I'm also getting myself unstuck. And because of that, I'm thriving. My kids are thriving. All of us together are having a great time. Well, I just have to say, I was not always emotionally equipped in my life. And I have plenty of stories to support that. Stories where I just, I just wasn't equipped and I would just automatically react to things and I would just blow up. I have to say it is so amazing to be able to witness myself and my own growth and my own transformation. And I'm not saying this from a place of pride. I'm just saying this from a place of noticing and it's quite amazing. And my dear friends, I would love for you to have this feeling as well. So, First of all, 
where can you practice considering giving someone else the benefit of the doubt? The truth is, when I first asked my mom if I could share the story on the podcast, and I went back to tell her where I got stuck, and she was like shocked because she was like, oh, you were planning to cook that on Friday? I didn't even know. I thought you were just planning to cook that at another time, right? Benefit of the doubt, so, so important. So where can you consider giving someone the benefit of the doubt in your life so that you can get unstuck? And secondly, I will be leading my six-week Emotionally Equipped Journey course beginning Sunday, September 12th. This course goes beyond my books and beyond this podcast to really guide you to embody these tools into your own life. I cannot wait to start the next journey, and I would love for you to consider being a part of it. You can head over to my website to learn more details or contact me directly to save your spot on the next journey. And what's great about going through this course is that you're then invited to become a part of my growing community of amazing people from around the world who gather on a weekly basis to receive ongoing support, motivation, and coaching to continue applying these tools to your life because we all know it's not just about knowledge, it's not just about a one-time course, it's about the practice. So if you'd like to become part of that community, definitely check out the Emotionally Equipped Journey. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting emotionally equipped with you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you have to check out the Emotionally Equipped Journey, my six-week course where you study my tools in depth with me so that you can start creating real changes in your life. This course is totally different than reading my books or listening to my podcast, as they offer you the opportunity to start applying the tools to actual stuck spots in your own life. And this is where the real change begins. And what's best is when you complete the six-week course, you are invited to join my inner circle where you receive weekly support motivation, and inspiration with making these tools a lifelong mindfulness practice. Head over to my website, shiragora.com for more information. I look forward to starting this journey with you.